What is up everybody? We are here in the new year and today we're going to be talking about things, three things that you can do to make your 2020 pop in. All right. So let's get a crack in. It's a good day. It's a good morning. So let's do the thing thing. Yo, so let's get a cracking guys top three things you can do to just make your 2020 pop in i.e making goals i.e resolutions uh whatever you want to call it you know there's always something that you can do to improve make yourself better things that you want to see come to fruition things you can do to make it happen so the first thing i feel that we should be doing every single day or at least frequently is asking for advice asking what to do having a mentor having something to work towards a lot of people have these goals but it's like okay i have this goal i want to let's say i want my business to be increased profit by 50 percent by june all right so how do you get there everyone sees the goal but everyone kind of gets stuck and where they get stuck is is the how to what are they doing now you know they just want to see the increase or they just have the answer but no one's really focused on how to get there you know it's one of those things where the journey does really matter and what you're doing to take those steps to the next thing does really really matter because everyone's looking at google everyone's looking at amazon and they're like damn i want to be the next one i want to be the next thing I want to be the next thing popping, but no one understands the work ethic and the amount of failure that has come across their way up until then. No one's willing to put in the time or the effort or people just don't understand, man. People don't understand what it's going to take to get there. So they kind of just, you know, when things get too hard, they kind of just quit. But having that goal, having that thing set, it's like, okay, well, if I want to increase profits, let me see where my customer base is and let me attack them specifically. Let me see what can I do to look at the issue or look at the problem of branching out and doing all these other different things, you know, things that I can do that is going to just benefit me, you know? You know, it's always this thing where people are on the fence, you know, and I never like to do anything without a biblical references. So let's go and get one, right? Let's look at David. And if you don't know who David is, David is one of the most prominent kings in the Bible. He's considered one of the most successful, one of the most aggressive when it comes to loving God and and just having God's blessing, the hand of God over his life. And there is no, absolutely no reconsideration of that. He's like the man. He's the guy. He's the one. And if you if you read the Bible, you know that. And if you haven't gotten to that part in the Bible yet, well, when you get there, when you get to First and Second Samuel and then First and Second Kings, you're going to be like, dang, man, this guy is like crazy and his life is crazy and you know in comes to a point where he starts to ask God for advice because he's promised he he gets this promise from the Lord and the promise is is that yo you're gonna be king you're gonna be king over Israel you're gonna be king over this land and you're gonna have everything you possibly can can have and that your hand my hand is gonna be prevalent over your life and that there's just gonna be so much success and that 
you're going to be the guy. There's not going to be anyone that doesn't know that I don't have my hand over your life, right? And then it gets to a point where a year passes, five year passes, 10 year passes, and David is just still working under the previous king. Now imagine, right? What kind of mindset would you have? You know, if someone promised you something and the first reaction most people would have is like, all right, if it's my thing, you know, give it to me, you know, talk to the previous king, yo, get him off the throne, you know, do what you got to do, push him out, you know, anything that would be considered normal in this situation. David did not do. He did exactly what he was told to do. And what's more amazing about it is that not only did he not take the kingdom in a, in a normal way, which would be either to overthrow the king or take over. The most incredible thing to me is that he sat there and he pretty much was an apprentice for the previous king. And while being an apprentice for the previous king, <laughs> this guy who's supposed to be king over the land, that's supposed to be protecting everyone, gets jealous of the guy under him. He gets so jealous to the point where he's like out to kill him. So imagine, you've been told that you're gonna be king over this land, right? You're not king over the land. You're working as an apprentice under the previous king, and the uh, the previous king kind of has a vendetta against you, and he's jealous of you, and he wants to kill you now. So now he's on the run. The Bible says that he was on the run for 21 years. It took him 21 years for him to get through his process so that he could get to where he needed to be, which was on that throne. And by God's grace, you know, we're not in that covenant anymore. Our covenant is better. But just imagine, you got to take everything it is that he went through and you got to learn from it because that's everybody in life. Everybody is so focused on that thing they want. They're so focused on that goal. They're so focused on that thing that they want. They kind of forget that there's a process to get it. You know, when everyone's hungry and you're trying to get groceries, no one walks into Target and they pick up what they want and then walk out the door. It's a process. You got to go there. And if it's busy, you got to wait online. You got to look for the thing that you want. They may not have it. You may have to order another way. You may have to come back a couple days later. It's a process to get the thing that you want and then after you get it after it's in your hand you still have to go to the process of waiting online after waiting online you gotta go through the cashier cashier rings you up you gotta have enough money in your bank you know so there's like a before but there's like a before before the before you know because you gotta be working you can't go to target expecting to get online get what you need and then not pay you know you have to have funds already you know target isn't going to give you funds to get to the place where that you got to go they're not worried about whether or not you're hungry they're just worried about whether or not you're going to pay for this thing and we ourselves we forget that there is in our lives that that process has to be prevalent you know we have to have that work ethic and we have to be able to figure out the journey and say okay if I want to get to from A to Z I gotta go from A B C D E. you know you gotta go down the line so don't forget that step two you gotta be a go-getter you gotta want it how bad do you want your goal to come to fruition and I think that it's something that 
people think about, but it's not something people meditate on, you know? I guess the perfect example that I can use for you is a college student, right? You go to school for four years. After high school, you put in all this work, you put in all this money into a degree. And then once you get to the internship, once you get towards the end of the process, you know, you're kind of, you know, thinking and you're thinking about the job, you're thinking about what it takes, what you're doing. And then, you know, the worst possible outcome is, dang, I don't think I really want this thing. I don't think I want to do this thing. This, this, this opportunity, this career that I've been chasing, you know, I don't know if I love it. And it's something that even though people try to avoid, once you invest in something, once you invest time, once you invest money, you know, you kind of condition yourself to thinking that, well, dang, I've already put so much time and energy into this one thing. And I don't want to, I pretty essentially, you just don't want to waste your time. And fortunately, from my experience, especially with going to school, especially with being in college and especially with chasing a career, I haven't exactly thought that way because I know that if I don't have my heart in something 100 percent at the end of the day, you know, I'll probably be the best at it. But it's not going to be something that I'm going to care to do every single day, you know, and losing ambition and looking at your life from a day-to-day basis and paycheck-to-paycheck basis is hard. It's hard to kind of just sit in that mindset and be satisfied with life the way that it is when you know that you can achieve more, when you know that you want to do more, when you know that you have a dream, when you know that you have something that you want to do. It's hard to kind of sit back, take that seat back at life and then just be okay with being average, Not to say that there's something wrong with being average. I guess when I say average, I mean, you know, you're doing what everyone else is doing, right? Because we don't just live in a regular society. We live in America. And in America, at least since I've been born, America sells this dream, this dream that you can come from nothing and then you can absolutely do everything everything it is that you've ever wanted to do regardless of your situation regardless of your money situation regardless of your mindset or your living condition where you're from it doesn't matter you know so me thinking of that is like well dang i'm just gonna go out here and i'm just gonna kill it i want to do everything it is that i want to do and nothing's gonna stop me And I'm pretty sure I don't have to say anything extra for someone to want to go out there and chase a dream. You know, this is like, what? In this day and age, in this year of 20, uh, the 20s, you know, new decade, you know, people are out here. They're doing everything it is they possibly can to take their businesses to the next level, take themselves to the next level, start things that's never been started before, do things that have never been heard of before, you know. This is totally a year of anything can happen. You know, there are people that probably two, five years ago would never think about eating healthy. Not everybody's eating freaking uh, plantain chips and seedweed chips, you know. We think, you know, people are drinking more water, people are eating uh, things that, you know, other than meat and fish, you know, and vegetables, you know, they're 
are so many things if you open your eyes are going on that maybe two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, you would never think or consider to like ever, ever happen. Like, I know people that have talked so much crap about uh, EB, you know, vegans or or switching up the their health or living lifestyle and working out and eating healthy. Now it seems like every single person that I meet is like on this new wave of I'm working out every day. I'm working out three to four times a week, you know, and I'm trying to get healthy. And, you know, everyone's just on this wave. And maybe like five years ago, you weren't doing that unless you were like a celebrity or you weren't doing it unless you really, really cared about your health, you know, but the average like American wasn't talking about that. Now, it's, it seems like it's the only thing that they're talking about. And to me, that's incredible. So there's definitely a hunger. And I have this thing where I know for a fact that people are going to do what they want. And then you got to hear that clearly, you know, because you can take that two different ways you know you can take that as i'm trying to help this guy out you know and i'm trying to take him to the next level and he's just not you know he's just not accepting it he's just not doing the things that you know that would require him to get to that to that next level you know and and you know human nature and the way that people work unfortunately people are just going to do what they want and it's nothing against them and it's not like there's anything wrong with them it's just that's how people are wired if you if someone doesn't want to do something they're just not going to do it or if they do it they're not going to have their heart in it you know so at some point we have to be able to understand that people are going to let us down not to say that you know you shouldn't count on people or you shouldn't do what it is that you need to do because someone's heart, someone, the way that someone act or the things that someone else does shouldn't affect how you move, you know, just because uh, Joe Schmo doesn't like the fact that, you know, I'm on Instagram every day. That doesn't change the fact that I'm going to be on Instagram promoting my business, promoting my podcast, you know, doing things that I got to do because I got I got to I want to see success from it. So him talking about it doesn't affect me. That shouldn't affect what I'm doing because it's something that I want to do, you know. So people are always going to be in that realm of, well, you know, I want to do it or I don't want to do it. And, you know, that's the part that people's got to figure out. They got to figure out that thing, that part. And once they figure that out, once they know what they want to do, once they know where they're going, everything's going to be set. It's going to be way easier. It's way easy to take a failure when you understand that you are working towards it and you're doing everything you possibly can to see success from it. And that is when we're going to get into the next step. And step three you got to understand that 
you know, no matter what it is you're trying to do, you got to accept the fact that there's going to be failures in that. Sometimes you're going to fall down and sometimes you're going to have to find ways to pick yourself up. Remind yourself why you're doing it. You know, this game of trying to be successful is not easy. If being successful was easy, I'm telling you, every single person on this planet would do it. Everybody on this planet would be billionaires. I'm telling you, but it's not easy. You know, it's hard. And some days it gets really, really hard. But there's this thing. There is this thing. And I don't know what it is. But people are just wired to conquer. And you got to hear that. And I fully believe that's not from us. I fully believe that that is something that is a gift that is given to us by God. You know, because to want to take over something is a godly thing. You know, because God is the king of everything. He created everything. He foresees everything. And us, him making us in that image, making us that, making us in his image we got to understand that we take we got to take that after our father we were not made to be regular you know and it's so crazy because there's so many people and everybody's so different and you know you might find someone that's perfectly okay with working the nine to five someone that's perfectly okay with uh working under someone rather than having their own business you know but that's the beauty of it all in a way everybody has their own kingdom their own kingship and they're ruling and reigning that thing in their life that they want to and you know i think one of the most beautiful things is that when i first started entering the workforce when i was like 14 i was working at this restaurant right and I'll never forget the, this worth ethic of this one woman that worked in my mom's restaurant. Now, back then, I was working with my mom, but, you know, unlike everybody else, it's not like I was getting paid. My mom paid me in, like, video games, which, if you think about it, is, like, super duper cheap. <laughs> so, like, I would work for, like, a week or a week and a half, and then she'd buy me a $60 game crazy but that's that's how it because that's where the money was gonna go anyway if i'm being honest so i was like look i'll stay here i'll work and then you know just get me whatever video game that i need whenever it comes out you know so but there was this woman and she was like the shining example of what it was to be a worker you know because it wasn't just regular she didn't just walk into work regular she walked into work with like this power she it's like she walked in and she was so ready to do what she needed to do and do it the best that it really impacted my life you know it wasn't really it wasn't regular like the way that she walked in it was for real like i'm coming here and i'm going to work and i'm going to work the best and no one's gonna stop me and it doesn't matter if i don't know english that well i'm gonna learn how to do this and i'm gonna learn how to do that and i'm gonna learn to do whatever it is that i need to to learn so that i can be the best and it was so it was so incredible and impacting to me because she didn't know English. She honestly didn't know English that well, but because of her work ethic and because she 
wanted to learn how to do everything so bad, she learned how to do the register. And if you know anything about working at the cash register, a lot of it is just interaction, asking, you know, answering questions, asking questions, ringing people up. But most of it is just human interaction. You know, you get people that come in from the doctor's office and they're like, "Oh, yo, yeah, so how's your day today? You know, what have you been, you know, what have you been up to and stuff like that." So stuff like that. And she was like, killing it. You know, once she learned what she needed to learn she there was like no stopping her you know i think she was like the best worker that my mom ever had at that business and it was solely because of how she saw her position and for her it didn't matter that she was a manager or not it didn't matter that you know she was a regular worker or not she was there to just kill and that's what she did no matter what so with that being said you know working really really hard towards your goal you can't be scared of the fact that you might fail here and there that's not the point that's not the point of anything in life to do something just to fail but doing something that you want to do might mean that you might have to face trials you might have to reach tribulations you might have to answer a problem that's never had to be answered before like think about amazon think about all these services that deliver packages to your houses they're trying to figure out because you got to understand delivering a package within a single day that 24 hour package delivery whatever that they do for amazon you got to understand the the mess that the package goes through you know it goes from the warehouse gets shipped out to another warehouse where they sort everything put everything on another plane and send it to a location near you send that from that when that location gets sent out to a truck the truck drives miles and miles and miles to get to your house and within 24 hours that's a crazy process so you doing what you have to do might mean that you have to do things that have never been done before which means you might have to face an issue you might have to conquer a problem and it might be something that no one's ever faced before you know because let's be honest if you're trying to start a business and nobody down your bloodline has ever started a business before and your friends and family have never started a business before you might kind of be you know you might have to do some research on your own be like okay so what do i do how do i promote this how do i do this are there conventions are there people that i can talk to you know is there a mentor that i can kind of look up to for like examples and stuff can i watch their videos you know you're gonna have to be doing you're gonna have to be putting in some time in this thing man you're gonna have to be going hard for this thing whatever it is you're trying to do but i'm telling you it's worth it you know, God has built us. He didn't build us. He did not make us with the intention to be failures or to fail at things. But he did make us knowing and understanding that in this world, in this life, that there are going to be things that come at us. So we, we got to be well equipped. And he's equipped us. He's given us all the tools that we need. And I'm telling you, most of the time, everything and me... And it's so funny because with me, I do a lot of sound engineering and I do a lot of mixing and mastering. So I'm telling you, 99.9% of the time, 
you may have an issue and it may be devastating and it may be causing your head to rattle and you may be going crazy trying to figure out what's wrong. But 99.9% of the time, the answers are usually simple, right? The answers are usually simple. It's just accepting, knowing what to do and where to go to next, you know, because sometimes doing what you got to do or trying to be successful might challenge who you are as a person and the way that you think or the way that you may think something works, but it doesn't work like that, you know, but by the grace of God, we're able to change our mindset, you know, not like a dog or an animal where someone kind of has to force that mindset on you or train you to think that way you can make that change all by yourself and and everybody by by the grace of God can have like a kingship or they can have something that they consider their dream in their hands all right